This podcast is brought to you by Most Valuable Podcasts, leading the league in podcasting entertainment. Warriors, come out to play. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages. This is the Fast Break Podcast. I am your host, Sean Anderson. Alongside me is my lovely, esteemed co-host, Philip Bridges. There you go. I'll let you say your name because I usually don't do that on our show. <laughs> Welcome, everyone, to the MVP Network, the most valuable podcast network. We are the Fast Break Podcast. We will be covering all NBA topics, and we are going to start off with the Warriors. The Warriors are currently 12-0, and 0, and people are comparing them to the 1996-97 Bulls team that went 72-10. and 10. And when we did our show and we talked about these Warriors, you said they are going to be nowhere as great as these Bulls. I didn't think nowhere. nowhere. They're going to be a great team. I just didn't believe that they were going to go 72 and 10 or better. Is is this now 12 and 0 start helping you maybe change your ways? Uh change Do you one. still do you still believe that they're not going to go? Um no. Are you sure? Uh, I If they do, that'll be great. I just don't believe it. Why not? What 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 about this team is not giving you your Because I mean, I mean it's let, not it's not that they're because last year they went sixty-seven and fifteen, and they they're twelve and zero right now. Yeah, they're not a bad team. They're great. You know, it's not the fact that I have doubts in them. It's that I have too much. There's too much talent in the rest of the league. There are too many decent sides out there to think that they're going to be able to go seventy-two and ten. Thing with the Bulls was that there the quality wasn't necessarily as high when they went seventy-two and ten. As to now, where you have a lot of good teams, especially in that Western Conference. So 72-10, and 10, nah, do I think they're going to get match what their record was? Yeah, probably I, a bit better, but not to 72. I mean, the second leading, the person with the most points in the NBA is Stephen Curry. Curry. I think he course. has like 484 in second place is Damian Lillard with like 383. So he has 100 more points than the second guy with the most points I mean, in the NBA. Stephen Steph, Curry is... Stephen Curry, by himself, Stephen Curry, think he's on pace for another MVP. Oh, for sure, if, especially if this team beats the Bulls' record. Yeah, uh, and you'd have to sit, think they would. You're going to have another Coach of the Year award going. To Steve Kerr. Steve Kerr is going to earn it. And uh, it's just going to be a great year. If they were to beat uh, the record, I mean, looking at this team, I mean, they they retained all of their players from last year besides David Lee. Am I correct? Uh, yeah. And I mean, David Lee isn't that that huge of a loss. I mean, David Lee's a I decent mean, player, but he's he decent. They, I would rather have Draymond Green, and that's who they kept. And I mean, this looking at this team, I mean, it's not just Steph Curry. I mean, you have Clay Thompson who's averaging fifteen a game. You have Harrison Barnes who's averaging twelve a game. You have Draymond Green who's averaging twelve a game. We know Andre Iguodala is great off the bench. Andrew Bogut has, you know, he's played six games this year, but he's he was their leading rebounder. He's eight eight and a half rebounds per game. So I feel like this team has enough from a starting standpoint, and then from off the bench with like Sean Livingston, Brandon Rush, Sean, uh, Murray Speets, Leandro Barboza. It just depends on the mindset they go with. Are they gonna? Is it gonna be the sprint mindset or is it gonna be the marathon mindset? I mean. I feel like they can do both. That's the thing. I feel like they can run the fastest marathon. 
is what I'm saying. <laughs> like, I, this team is just, they're too good to be beat. Looking at their schedule, I just, I mean, you, their next game is against the Clippers. That's going to be a tough game. That's the team that can beat them. And then after that, they have Chicago. D. Rose might not play because of his ankle. All right. Then they have Denver, Los Angeles. Those are two easy wins. Then they have Phoenix. They could beat Phoenix. They have Sacramento. They can beat Sacramento. They have Utah. They can beat Utah. They have Charlotte. They can beat Charlotte. Then they have Toronto. If they get over that hump and get to 14-0, then they have 15-0, 16-0, 17-0. They can get to 20-0. They could, and then they could get to 18-2. and I mean, it's going to be a great start. I'm not going to doubt the fact that they're a great team. I won't. They are. A great team. You don't think they're going to go seventy two? I health, just don't. Think, or seventy two and ten. Then I just don't think they're going seventy two. It's seventy two and ten. That's my only thing. It's not that I think they're bad. It's not that I think that they won't win a championship. It's just the simple fact that I don't see them beating the record. I don't see them allowing themselves to overexert themselves during the regular season. Because here's the thing, you have teams who will try to throw it all out in there during the regular season like Tom Thibodeau's Bulls and you end up in situations where your players aren't at 100%. You have players getting injured and you end up not being able to finish off the season the way you would have thought. You know, it's kind of like the um, San Antonio mindset. Hey, we're going to do great. Doesn't matter where we finish as long as we're in the playoffs. We're going to do fine. And we'll just really start revving it up once we get in. I do want to miss. I, I want to correct one thing before oh, I actually before I actually say something. Uh, we, I was saying the ninety six to ninety seven so team. It was the ninety five ninety six. Yeah, so it was the year before. I would feel bad. I feel bad. I'm disgracing my Bulls. I'm not a I'm not a NBA fan, but I mean, I'll still root for the Bulls. But Steph Curry, you mentioned the MVP. Is it clear cut if he can continues if he at this continues pace? Continues at this pace. There's no reason not to give him the MVP. Because KD's hurt, so KD will be out for, I think he was two months? I believe two months. Two months, so he's out. I mean, he's usually a perennial, perennial MVP candidate. LeBron, you know, he's he's been LeBron for the most part, but he's also kind of looked a little, you know, it might just be he's just still warming up. I mean, he's got averaging 27.3 a game. But can he? I mean, he's LeBron, so I don't know why I'm saying can he continue it. Is he LeBron yeah, James? LeBron James. I mean, he's the only thing that's gonna stop Steph Curry is LeBron James. Yeah, I mean, if LeBron sh- James just goes off, you know, that might throw a lot of question into MV, the MVP race. But as of now, yeah, it's Steph Curry's to lose in a, in theory. I mean, looking at LeBron's stats, his the highest points per game he's ever scored was in 07-08. And he's shot 48% for the field right now. He's shooting 50% for the field. So that's significantly better. better. But his, you know, his uh, three-point shooting is at the lowest rate it's ever been. And besides his rookie year, he's at th- 30% from the three-point line. So, I mean, I don't know. I think I think it's if Steph Curry continues at this pace, it's going to be a unanimous MVP vote for Steph Curry. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that'll be fine. I mean, I think LeBron's going to be in the mindset of, hey, okay, you can have the MVP. I'll take the NBA title every day. Do you think he's? Do you, I mean, do you think? I think that's the mindset at this point. Like, hey, you know, I've got my MVPs. I want my NBA titles now. But do you think he's actually going to win the NBA? Do you think he could beat this Warriors team? No. You don't. I want to think they possibly have enough because then let's not 
forget that series last year. Kyrie wasn't there. Kevin wasn't there. Kyrie wasn't really there, but uh, Kevin Love wasn't there. I believe, right? Kevin Love was hurt, yeah. Yeah. He got hurt with the uh, Jerbeko ripped out his arm socket or whatever it was. Yeah, that was nasty. (laughs) It was pretty nasty. But we're speaking about historically great teams in the Warriors. They're 0-12. They can, you know, fight for the 95-96 Bulls record that went 72-10. However. 12-0. 12-0. Well, that's what I was getting to. (laughs) Now we have a historically bad team that is 0-11. The worst start. In NBA history, well, one tied for the worst start. There was also the 70-71 Cavaliers, the 97-98 Denver Nuggets, the 88-89 Miami Heat, the 72-73 76ers, and then now the 15-16 76ers, who stand at 0-11. They have Julio Okafor, who is looking like the Rookie of the Year uh, candidate he, right he, now. He, he just might take the Rookie of the Year. Do you think these, this 76ers team is going to get to nine wins? Do you think that do you think we'll either see the best team in NBA history or do you think we'll see the worst team in NBA history? Which is more likely? Okay. Now, if you're I think the odds are better in favor of the I think you're if I were to make a wager, I'd be better off going with the Philadelphia not getting 9 wins. Really? I think I'm better off with Philadelphia not getting 9 wins. I mean, Phil. I mean, I don't. I I, I disagree with that because I, I think the Warriors. I mean, they're twelve and zero, and I don't think I think they can get to 12, 20 and zero. And and Philadelphia's zero and eleven, and I don't think they're getting over but nine wins. They've also been in some games. It's yeah, like sure, they've been, they've been in some games, but still, they're zero and eleven. You can be in some games. There is no column for. Oh, they were in that game. <laughs> you still lost. And at the end of the day, that's all that counts. You win some, you lose some. But Philadelphia, all they've been doing is losing. I have a question. What do you think is more likely? The 76ers making a trade to not like be the worst team in NBA history or the Warriors making a trade to become the best team in NBA history? The better question is, what trade would that be? I have no idea. I mean, yeah, Boogie what- Cousins is out there. What? Boogie. Okay. DeMarcus Cousins. He's out there. I know. I mean, outside of, you know, uh, Rondo coming out of nowhere, like being actually a decent player this year, Boogie's the only player on the Kings that's actually doing anything. Boogie might be upset because Vivek Rondadive is not looking too bright in that uh, Kings GM. But, I mean, I'm just saying, like, what do you think would be more likely? I mean, do you think? I think... uh... You know, I think uh, Philadelphia's in the mindset, if we're going to be awful, let's just be awful. I don't think they're going to make any moves. I don't think what would be the point of making any moves unless they're clearing cap space. That would be the only thing I'd see them doing uh, in terms of trades. So, yeah, it's more likely you'd see the Warriors make a move to be the best. But that being said, I don't see them making any moves necessarily as of now. What do you think that team, if the Warriors can improve in any single I don't aspect? Know. I don't know. That's the thing. I don't know. I mean— I'm not saying you, a specific player, but if if just in general. like what? I mean, you can argue— Do you want to score off the bench? Do you want more defense coming right. from the bench? Or do, do you want a starter? 
I mean, where do you want, where would you go with this team? I mean, do you want to go with size? You want a bigger, stronger presence down low? I mean, yeah, I mean, you can kind of argue that they don't have, like, a great big man. They don't have a great big man, but with the way they're playing, they don't need a great big man. Small ball, yeah. Small ball works. I mean, you're right. I mean, it, it, it has worked for them. And uh, CBS Sports actually did something, and they did a 2K simulation, simulation of – the 95-96 Bulls versus the 15-16 Warriors in 2K. Do you want to know what the uh, what the outcome was? Don't tell me the 15-16 Warriors won. I played one game, and for that game, for that game, which was arrived in a time machine and played on a computer, Harper was wrong because Ron Harper previously stated that the 96 Bulls would destroy the Warriors. The Warriors, despite playing in Chicago, cruised to a 131 to 105 victory. Two things about this were absolutely no surprise. First, Michael Jordan completely dominated the world, scoring 51 points, I mean, that, 31 that's, of them being in the first half, <laughs> and shooting 23 of 32, largely with his old-school post, uh, post moves on uh, Curry. And I then mean, th- that's the only thing. Why is, why is Steph Curry defending Michael Jordan? I don't know. Why, I, I don't understand it, but they, they even gave us, a, they gave us a box score. I, Jordan, I, here, on, Jordan had 51 points. Pippen had 17 Kukoc had uh, 10. Uh, Curry had 10 points. Klay Thompson had 20. Draymond Green had 37 points. Draymond, see, that's, that's the thing that's going <laughs> to... Steph Curry scoring 10. No, see, that's unreal. That's not real. And then just one one other joke. It, was, uh, it says uh, Michael Jordan, negative 20 for plus numbers. Is that real? Well, no, it's not real. It's a computer game. Where else could the 2015 Steve Kerr coach against his 1996 self? And you see him with this terrible hair running down the court. I think it's, that's Harrison Barnes, or uh, that's Leandro Bosa he's chasing down. So, I mean, 2K uh, says it, it's going to happen, so I think it's real. No. no. I think they're a better team. Mm. You, had, you had Pippen and you had Jordan. I mean, that being said, you and Rodman. Right. And Rodman. Rodman. You had Rodman. Outside of that, they didn't have a big man force. I mean, but they had the role players who knew how to do their job. I mean, I Andre Iguodala was the finals champion. I mean, I finals mean, MVP, I'm sorry. Deservedly so. He changed that series on the head. And he wasn't a starter. He was he a bench player. Yeah, but they eventually made that switch. I'm just saying, they have great guys <laughs> they have- off the bench. I'm, it's, look, it would be it would be a great game if it were to ever if they could ever make it a reality thing, whatever. That'd have been a great game. An actual reality, mm-hmm. though, you don't an think actual, you don't think it's gonna happen. Give me your final stance. You don't think the Warriors are gonna go seventy two and ten? No, no. I, for that game, if they those two teams were to face each other, I think it's a closer game, not a hundred thirty one. I'm not talking about the oh, NBA you, game. I'm talking in in reality, in reality right now. I think they go your final. Your fi- what's your final record for the Warriors? Seventy and twelve. Seventy and twelve. You're yes. gonna give them two wins. That like two wins away from it. Yeah, two wins away from it. Seventy three and nine. I'm gonna. Ooh. They're gonna squeak it out in the last. Steph Curry's just gonna be like, I see the record. It's gonna be against uh, Jordan's Hornets too. You know, that's just... he's gonna stare. He's gonna stare down Jordan. He's just he gonna stare him down. Knock down a three and then do the Jordan like, just Jordan walk away. I think that'd be the ultimate. He's just gonna spot. shrug him. He's just gonna shrug him. He's gonna be like, "I'm sorry, Jordan. I'm sorry, Mike. It's my league now." <laughs> you old man. <sighs> but we did talk about 
DeMarcus Cousins, and Sacramento Kings. They're currently four and seven. Along with them in the four and seven, oh, who are four and seven in the West? Houston. The Houston Rockets, who have today fired their coach, Kevin McHale. Do you like that move? I know that was a terrible segue from. Yeah, but, it was horrible, but I mean, we'll work on it. Here, how about this? Steve Kerr, great coach, coaching this team to a possible record. But on the other hand, in the Western Conference, we have a terrible coach. Again, former player, Kevin McHale, getting fired. Is that better? Better segue? Better segue. Okay, there you go. Well, yeah, do, you, well, do, you think, do you like the move for, for Houston? I mean, I, someone had to go. You had the feeling someone had to go, and they're not going to get rid of the player. So, yeah, it was the best move for them. And whoever, Do you think it had to be made now? Do you think he should have gotten more time? I, th- I think, yeah, he should have gotten a more, bit more time, probably to the trade deadline, a bit further down the road. I think that would have been better to see if he would have been able to get that team back on um, back to where they were. But that being said, you know, sometimes you have to make a move like in the snap in an instant instead of waiting. You can't afford to wait as long. So, you know, it was a move that they made. They had felt they had to, and it was it's fine by me. Historically, Kevin McHale, he's improved every year he's, yeah. been, he's been a coach. He was uh, first 19 and 12 uh, in 2000, 2005, or 2004, 2005, uh, when he first coached the Timberwolves. Then he jumped, took over the Timberwolves again in 08, 09, went 20 and 43. Then he was hired as Houston's coach, went 34 and 32, then 45 and 37, then 54 and 28, then 56 and 26 last year. And he got that team to the Western Conference Finals and lost to the Warriors. I mean, you can't really blame him on that one. I mean, this is a coach that brought a team to the Western Conference Finals. Do you think that was more of James Harden being a top three NBA player, or do you think it was Kevin McHale's coaching that pushed this Rockets team? And do you think he couldn't rekindle that magic? Do you think he probably lost the locker room or something? uh, If I had to throw out a guess, I'd probably say he probably did lose the locker room. You know, you think how can a fifty-six uh, team that was fifty-six and twenty-six fall so fall to where they are now? It's it's simple. Whatever was working last year, I guess the players, you know, started getting. You could argue the players probably got too full of themselves. You could argue that. You could, you, yeah, you could definitely argue that. I mean, I think looking at this team, the one you got to look like what changed, like at least from a personnel standpoint. You look at this team and you see Patrick Beverly was hurt and then Ty Lawson acquired and now he's playing 36.2 minutes per game, 8.9 points, and he's got 5.6 rebounds per game. So, I mean, you acquire this big name in Ty Lawson, you know, great point guard, kind of crappy off off the court, but that doesn't matter. You acquire this, you know, great talent and then this team just does not gel. Do you think it's more of a team thing that he couldn't combine this team's forces? (laughs) Do you think this is like a heat problem when they kept like stuck with Spolstra like the first year with the big three and then just you know gave them time and they finally gelled? Do you think it was more of the team not bonding together? And do you think it was just you know three big stars just wanting the name acquisition? Yeah, uh, it wasn't. I think it ha- probably if you're going to look at this, it was more of a. I don't know how to put this. I, I guess you could simply say. It was a matter of they really didn't buy in to what was going on. 
And because of that, you know, you're going to have pushback from the players who weren't necessarily okay with the moves made. Well, they would have been okay with the moves made at first, but when you see it's not working, you start getting that pushback. And eventually, when you get that pushback, you're not going to be able to hold the locker room like you were before and cost him his job. One thing I did I, I did hear about um, what the Rockets should have done, it was more like, it, it, I mean, Patrick Beverly did get hurt, so they couldn't do this, but if Patrick Beverly was still there, you take Ty Lawson out of the starting lineup, you put Patrick Beverly on there so James Harden can still be the point guard and you still have a great defender in Patrick Beverly. Then you have Ty Lawson coming off the bench, so he Ty Lawson can do his own thing work off that way, and then you have a great scorer off the bench, and then you could put in Ty Lawson and James Harden at the end, so you have two great scoring powers. I mean, you won't have great defense because both Harden and Lawson don't play defense, but you still have two great off- offensive skills right there. But were, but the Rockets weren't willing to see that out. I mean, what, I, looking at, I mean, the media is not, uh, most of the media has not responded too well. They, they said Kevin McHale should have gotten more time. Right. Mainly looking at this, uh, or mainly one person specific, Irving Magic Johnson. You think you've heard of him? Yeah. Old old Magic. Yeah. Old Remember Magic. him? Yeah. yeah I don't because I wasn't born when he was playing. But <laughs> um, Magic tweeted out, "If it's true, the Houston Rockets fired Coach McHale. They've made a big mistake. The Rockets have a, have great individual players, but they do not have great team players." I tweeted earlier that the Houston Rockets are not championship championship caliber teams. So far, they have proved me right. Do you agree that it's just great individual players that cannot gel as a team? And then even with McHale, do you think this team could even you know revamp and get to a championship this year? Do you think it, all, this whole season's lost for them? No, it's not lost. It's still early. It's just 11 games into their season. They can still turn it around. It's just not going to be with Kevin McHale. Who do you think comes in? Because I think there's a guy that we know in Chicago pretty well. You, big big name coach. Tom Thibodeau. Thibs. Do, do you think they bring in Thibs? I mean, Thibs will give you a kick in the ass. Thibs will get you some. He'll get you to the playoffs. He'll get you deep. It's just a matter of will your players make it. Will, will he, would he be able to get James Harden to play defense? I don't know. That's the, that's the thing. And the better question is how much influence do the star players have how much influence do you think a Dwight Howard has? How much influence do you think James Harden will have? Because let's, I won't sit there and be naive and think, oh, the management are going to be the only ones who are really making the decision. Players will have their yeah. influence. And if a player wants, if a star player wants a certain coach, you know, he's probably going to get a look. And most likely he may come in to the team. And that's how it usually is. Uh, people out there, I mean, looking at this team that, like, you know, or looking at coaches available that uh, might be a fit for this team. Obviously, Thibodeau, who has had pretty decent success with Chicago, just ran into— Just deep, just ran into LeBron James. Yeah, just ran into a guy named LeBron James a couple mm-hmm. times. It couldn't get to, couldn't climb that mountain, couldn't Al- get to the finals. Almost did it. Almost did it. Almost. Less, but he's— LeBron was just, no. He's LeBron. He's, nah. He Another wasn't. name that's been thrown out was uh, Jeff Van Gundy, the f- analyst for ESPN. He was fired, he a former Rockets coach. He was fired in 2007. And Dwight Howard actually has a link with the Van Gundys because uh, Steve was his coach when the Magic went to the finals, finals in 2010, 2009. 
2009-2010 season. And then they ran into Kobe. Yeah, and then they ran into Kobe. We'll get to Kobe later. Right. But um, do you, would you pick, if you had have to pick Thibodeau or Jeff Van Gundy, where are you going? Do you just stick stick with the interim? If you don't want to stick with the interim and you feel like you have to make uh, get a new coach, I'm going Thibs. Do you stick with the interim? If you're you have interim coach, I don't know who's coming in. Uh, JB Bickerstaff is the interim basis. Great last name. Uh, do you think Bickerstaff? If you know you can get Tom Thibodeau, you're going to take Tom Thibodeau. You Does Thibodeau want to take it? Because he's currently getting paid, paid by the Bulls still. I mean, yeah, that's... that's uh, Do you think he cares? Do you think he's just going to wait this out? And just... I think Thibs wants the job. I'm, I'm not, or I mean, do you he's, th- he's enjoying getting paid for not working, but I think he wants back in the NBA. Do you think I'm he pre- takes a year off, waits to the offseason, then waits for some jobs to open up? That's probably the move he's trying to make. See out the season, see what jobs are available, pounce on the best job available for him. And uh, oh, wasn't it uh, this summer uh, once they he was fired? Wasn't he linked with the New Orleans job? He was linked to the New Orleans job, but they didn't give it to him. Looking at the teams that are currently at the bottom, the Pelicans are still at the bottom. Do you think the Pelicans? I mean, what what looking at the NBA? The structure of the NBA right now, what team do you think falls next? What coach do you think falls next? Do you think Los Angeles fires their coach? I mean, Portland had some bad luck with LaMarcus Aldridge leaving, but do you think they give him some lenience? Do you think, you know, George Carl gets a full season with the Kings, or do you think they fire him? I mean, Brooklyn's doing terrible. Do you think they fire the co- coach of the Nets? What are, you, what are you looking at here? If things don't, not, if things don't get better in Brooklyn, you're going to see a coaching change. I mean, for the owner, he's not going to be the owner of the team. He's not going to be really happy. He bought that team thinking he was going to be able to build a championship contender, and it's just not working out the way he thought it was. Monty Williams was a coach from 2010 to 2015, and then in this uh, this offseason they hired Alvin Gentry to be the coach. So Alvin Brooklyn. Gentry— No, Alvin Gentry is currently the head coach of the Pelicans. Oh, yeah. Do you think Gentry gets a full— not at this Run. rate. I mean, he's one in ten. One in ten. He's not going to get a full. A team that was in, in the, the playoffs. In the playoffs last year. So you know, he's not going to get much more. He's not going to get much more time to get it together. You know, I think at this point, they're probably already, you know, not officially, but they've probably sent out a few, uh, a few winks at Tom Thibodeau, trying to see if he would be interested. In that job. Speaking of the Sixers, Brent Brown is the current coach of the Sixers. He is 37 and 127 since 2013 when he took over the job. That's a 22% winning percentage. Do you think Tom Thibodeau is more enticed by James Harden, Dwight Howard, and Ty Lawson, or the chance to go with a big man? Do you think he wants to go to the 76ers and get the three big, you know, you get the three big men in Okafor? Noel and Embiid, if he ever plays, or do you go with and speak Embiid? That's the one that's going to get me the most. What are they going to do with the Embiid situation? I mean, I have no idea. They might try to trade him for like a bag of peanuts or something. Because I mean, look, I I just I, I or do you go to the Pelicans where you have a top five NBA player there in Anthony Davis? If you're if you're Tom Thibodeau, it's basically you get three contracts. You get to go to the Rockets. 
You get to go to the 76ers. You get to go to the, the Pelicans. Pelicans. Which one are you taking? If he's in the win now mentality, he's going to go to Houston. No, which one are you picking? If I was Tom Thibodeau? If you're Tom Thibodeau, you're getting the same amount of money, same amount of years, what team are you picking? Hmm, that that might shock you, but I'm going Philadelphia. That doesn't shock me at all. Yeah, that's it. his chance to put it. Total imprint. I picked just team. because of the uniforms. Okay. But anyways, go go. <laughs> we'll talk about uniforms later. Go 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 go. No, I'm, that's what was my point. I'm going Philadelphia. That's a team I can put my imprint on. I can build that team up from the ground up, and I can have my total influence instead of being in the situation in Houston where I'm dealing with these egos, and I'm dealing with players who aren't willing to play my style or aren't willing to put in much effort to play my style. And I'm willing to go to a place where I'm not going to have much of a tug of war with the management. I mean, I'm, I'm following your route, except instead of going to Philadelphia, I'm going to New Orleans because Anthony Davis is fantastic. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to take AD all day. Cause I mean, it, no, that's fine. Yeah. I'm just saying, I mean, you got Anthony Davis, like, I mean, this team excelled under Monty Williams. I mean, for some part, I mean, he got to the playoffs. So, I mean, they did pretty decent with a pretty bad coach. Tom Thibodeau can, you know, take, you know, the guy who will lead the blocks or lead the, you know, lead blocks per game in the NBA, basically with Anthony Davis, get his defensive, like, core right there, just Anthony Davis alone. I think he would run with that. Speaking of bottom teams, the Los Angeles Lakers are 2-9. and nine. Does that shock you? No. Why not? It's... Uh, I mean, what what about that team is actually... They have Kobe. So? The 92nd best player in the NBA, according to ESPN. There was a reason for that. Hey, 90, 92 is still, still okay. He's averaging 16.9 points per game in, like, the three that he's played. Or eight, I'm sorry. He's played eight games. I mean, what made you honestly think that that Lakers team was going to be anything? Oh, I didn't at all. I don't... I thought... The, I knew the Lakers were going to be terrible. But I'm just saying, like, does that sh- – I mean, does Kobe he – sh- he's got 16 points per game. I mean, if we were talking to Usama right now, he would be like, Kobe's the best player in the league. He got 24 points in a game. You know, he is the king of the NBA still. I mean – I mean, he's not He's not anymore. Do you think this is the it for Kobe? This probably is it for Kobe. This is the way he's going to go out. He's going to pull Peyton Manning and go out on a low point. I mean, I don't think he has much of a choice. What team is going to – well, I won't see what team would want him. I'm pretty sure a few teams would be – I don't think the Lakers would want to get rid of him. I mean, the Kobe. it's Kobe Bryant. That name's going to – that name, yeah, that name alone. Money. Yeah, exactly. I mean, where would Kobe go? Kobe would probably want to be on a playoff team if he leaves to go anywhere. Kobe's historically shooting the worst yeah. percent. He's shooting 33% from the field. Not shocking. It's just – He's trying to do what he used to do and just throw a team on his back, but now he's kind of realizing he does not have much around him. I just thought of the greatest thing ever. What? Remember when I brought up how the Warriors are gonna uh, Warriors to trade for someone? Don't you dare, Kobe! Bring no. in Kobe! No, it's a short drive. No, <laughs> that'd be fantastic. Get you know, Kobe in another hold yellow on, hold uniform. On. Why trade for him when you're just gonna sign him for, uh, just sign him in free agency? What's bet? Wait, what's better than Michael Jordan? Or what, what's like on the level of Michael Jordan? Two thousand one to two thousand eleven, Kobe Bryant. 
He's the Jordan. <laughs> oh my! God. You don't agree with me? For some reason, Kobe won't play the come off the bench. Kobe's got it. Ego. No, he's got it. No he, shit, Kobe's got an ego. He's got too much of an ego. Kobe is an ego. <laughs> beside my ego, favorite, my favorite, it's his face beside the word ego. Yeah, I my, my favorite thing is just when he he changes number from eight to twenty four because he's won three rings, so he just multiplied it. I love it. I love it. He's got such a huge ego. You don't think he comes off the bench? What's wrong with you? Kobe's I mean, definitely going to come off the bench. Who? No who one. It's a joke. No, no, I get you, but in re- if we were being serious about it, what team would he might might he be willing to come off the bench for? No one. Not, no one. It's not reality. What? Kobe won't come off the bench. There's going to be... Practice? The bench? <laughs> I know that's AI, but the bench? Talking about the bench. I'm Kobe. Two times or what is he? I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna pull an AI here. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna I'm gonna you, commit you, to the bit. You you're gonna really do this? Yeah, I'm gonna do it. Alright, let's see. Alright. Let's look up let's pull up Kobe's stats. The bench? A five time NBA champion doesn't come off the bench. A two time NBA finals MVP doesn't come off the bench. The most valuable player in the NBA in 2008 doesn't come off the bench. A 17 NBA All-Star does not come off the bench. A four-time NBA All-Star game MVP does not come off the bench. An 11-time All-Team first NBA does not come off the bench. You talking about the bench? With the numbers you putting up, you better come off the bench. (laughs) This year, yeah. Oh, Lord. Kobe's... I mean... A, thir- a, t- a guy that's averaged 35.4 points per game is going to come off the bench? When you only getting 16 per game, yes, sir. 16 per game is not that bad. It's not that bad. That's a, but that's a respectable number, but when you're shooting less than 35% from the field, that's pretty bad. Yeah. And you know Kobe, he's taking 30 field goals per game. That's the only other thing. Like, hey, 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 Kobe, could you not shoot too many shots? What are you talking about? The bench? Kobe Bryant's 36th in the NBA with points per game. Guess who he's tied with? Who? Derrick Rose? No. Just take a guess. I don't know. Um, Giannis Antetokounmpo, the Greek freak from the Milwaukee Bucks. Oh, yeah, Milwaukee's going to be pretty decent. They'll be decent this year. We'll get to that later. But, I mean, ahead of them, we got Dwayne Wade. We got Elf Horford. We got Kevin Love. We got John Wall. Chris Bosh. Dirk. Dirkson. Speaking of old guys who are balling, I mean, Kobe's not balling, but Dirk is balling. I mean, Dirk was always going to ball. But he, you don't think this from a 37 guy, a 37-year-old guy who's seven feet tall with, like, terrible knees. Like, this Dirk is looking just normal Dirk. Dirk's just being Dirk. I mean, he's always going to have that ability to just drop shots. He's like- shooting 50% from the field. 50% from the field, 18 points per game, and what? Let's see, rebounds. Seven rebounds per game. I mean, what what... Kobe needs to be drinking what Dirk is drinking. Give him that Germany water. <laughs> that Germany top water. Real quick, who drafted Dirk Nowitzki? Mavericks. Nope. Wait, who? Milwaukee Bucks. Milwaukee. It was a trade. Who drafted Kobe? Lakers. Nope. Who? Hornets. It was a trade. Both of them got traded on draft day. Wow. I keep... They've been on their teams for so long. Who drafted Michael Jordan? Okay, the ball. <laughs> do not go. play that game. Yeah, Kobe went uh, 13th overall by the Charlotte Hornets. <laughs> and Dirk went? Uh, ninth overall in 98. 
so oh, wait, wait, let's review that draft. Well, no, that's two separate drafts. Oh, okay, let's review. Let's review both drafts. I want the Kobe draft first because what twelve right. teams picked over overlooked Kobe? Okay, 90, 1996 NBA draft number one pick was the 76ers. Who who'd they pick? Allen Iverson. They picked AI. So okay, that's, that's, that's a decent pick. That's, that's a pretty fine. good pick. Number two, Toronto Raptors select Marcus Camby. Okay. Number three, Vancouver Grizzlies. There you go. Oh, gosh. Selected Sharif Abdur-Rahim. Decent shooter. Not mm. as good enough as Kobe. Number four, you probably had his shoes. The Milwaukee Bucks pick up Stefan Marbury. Oh, gosh. Uh, the fifth pick, the Minnesota Timberwolves, which was traded. These two guys sw- swept Marbury and this guy. Can you guess who the Timberwolves traded or picked up and then traded to Milwaukee? I don't know. Greatest three-point shooter of all time, Ray, Ray Allen. Allen. Ray Allen for Stephen Marbury. That's a good trade. He's, That's he's a good a trade. trade. Great. Uh, Great. Boston Celtics select Antoine Walker with the sixth pick. Lorenzo Wright goes seven <laughs> overall to the Clippers. Who? Harry Kittles goes eight overall. Who? Sammy Walker goes ninth overall to the Dallas Mavericks. What? Eric Dampier goes tenth overall to the Pacers. Mm. Todd Fuller goes 11th overall to the Golden State Warriors. Okay, yep. And then the Cavaliers select, right before Kobe, Vitalia Popatenko. Bet Cleveland's kind of regretting that right now. Then Charlotte Hornets take Kobe Bryant and then trade him to the Lakers for Vladi Divac. I mean, I, I get, at the time... I Vladi get, was good. He was good. I guess at the time it was... Uh... I, I mean, I don't want to start about the 2000. Two Kings, because that team is my jam with, you know, Mike Bibby, the guy who was selected at number 14 overall, Peja Storyakovich, the team Doug that, Christie. The team that couldn't win the title because who? Kobe. Oh, okay. And then 15th overall, Steve Nash. Oh, no. And then Charlotte Hornets. Charlotte Hornets just picked up Kobe. Who else do we need? Tony Delk. And then the next pick was Jermaine O'Neal. Undrafted players, Ben Wallace was one of them. Yeah. Decent pickup. Decent pickup. Decent. And then you want to do the 98 draft? Yeah. We got off topic, but this is fun. All right, 1996 draft, 97, 98. Here we go. Who went number one overall to the Los Angeles Clippers? Michael Olala Candy. Number two. Who went number (laughs) two overall to the Vancouver Grizzlies? Don't tell me Steve Francis. Mike Bibby. Oh, Mike Bibby. Okay. Uh... Number third, number three overall went to the Denver Nuggets. Who was it? Mike Bibby. Mike Bibby was a Vancouver Grizzly. Yeah. Wow, that must have been fun. I mean, he probably was terrible, and then he probably picked it up with the Kings. But who went number three overall? No, uh, I, I can't pronounce his name. Ra- Rafe LaFrance to the Denver Nuggets. Number four overall, Antoine Jameson. Decent mm-hmm. pick. Mm-hmm. Number five, who is it? You're asking me as if I, I remember anything. Selected by the Golden State Warriors and then was traded to Toronto. Does that ring a bell? Toronto? Unless you're telling me that's Vince Carter. That is Vince Carter. Vince Carter. Then number six, Robert Trailer. Robert well, the Tractor Trailer going to the Dam- Dallas Mavericks at six. Then <laughs> that trade, that pick was traded to Milwaukee for Dirk. So Robert the Tractor Trailer for Dirk. Decent trade. Uh, Sacramento Kings pick up Jason Williams. Number eight, Larry Hughes, former Bull, 
uh, gets picked up at number eight by the 76ers. Number nine, Dirk. Number 10, Boston Celtics pick a junior out of Kansas by the name of Paul Pierce. <laughs> so let me, let, me, let me ask you that question. Out of the top three players in that draft, you got Vince Carter, you got Dirk, and you got Mike Bibby. Who? Wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> No, you got Vince Carter, you got Dirk, and Paul Pierce. <laughs> Paul who, who are you taking for your centerpiece? If you could redo that draft. If I could redo that draft and pick a centerpiece. Are you picking Dirk for the longevity? Are you picking, you know, the truth? Are you picking this clutch monster in Paul Pierce? Or are you picking, the like, a freak athlete who's just absurd in his rookie career and then is hindered by injuries with Vince Carter? I'm not going. Obviously, I'm not going Vince, but... um, I would go Vince. You'd start with Vince. Oh, if I was if I was the Toronto Raptors, yeah. Because Vince Carter looks way too good in Toronto Raptors jerseys to take him out of it. It's true. Those Raptor jerseys are great, but we're not focusing on the jerseys. We'll talk about Who that. Who are you picking? I'm, to, I'm I'm going with Dirk. You're going with Dirk? Dirk, yeah. Why? I want... Dirk is a great centerpiece. He's a good shooter. And the thing about him is I can build a team around him. And win a championship? championship. Uh, well, Paul with Pierce ease. won a championship. With ease. Easier. You think so? Easy. It's an easy pick to go Dirk over both of those guys. For me, it's easy. Wow. All right. Who I, you... I, get, I, I can understand people would be like, I can just see the people in the comments like, what is this kid on? <laughs> How could you pick Dirk over the truth? And Vince Carter. Let me, let me ask you this question. Who had the career high in points per game? For that rookie season? No, for in the, throughout their whole career. Dirk, Paul Pierce, Vince Carter, who has the most points per game throughout their career? Probably. I want to say it was probably Paul Pierce, but my something about my heart wants to say Dirk. Number one had 22.2 points per game. Number two had 20.6. Number three was 19.4. Vince Carter was 19.4. Paul Pierce was 20.6. Yeah, Dirk. Dirk was 20.2. 22.2. If you cut out, let's see, you cut out uh, every year from 2009 to 2015, I think Vince takes it. But what? since he had those years, I mean, Vince Carter. He was great. From 1999, All-Star. 2000, All-Star. 2001, All-Star. 2002, All-Star. 2003, All-Star. 2004, All-Star. 2004, or 2004 when we got traded, All-Star. 2005, All-Star. 2006, All-Star. I mean, Vince was fantastic. He was fantastic. It was just the was, injuries. But injuries hindered him. All right. We should get off that because that wasn't our topic that we were talking about. We just we just saw Dirk. We saw the Mavericks and I lit up. Just last thing about Dirk. I that's Out of all those players, that's the only jersey I owned was Dirk Nowitzki. I mean, could you not? Want Dirk Nowitzki? I used to shoot like him. I mean, I was like a I was a five five white kid, so I was like Dirk is the greatest white shooter. I am Dirk now. I mean, it didn't work well for me. I once shot eight threes in a game, missed them all. I mean, you could tell us more about your uh, great. I don't want to because we're running (laughs) short on time. We have fifteen minutes left. We do have fifteen minutes left. And we're going to go to the season predictions. We're going to skip the Jersey talk. We'll go to the Jersey talk because at a different time. If you are listening right now, tell us in the comments below if you are on YouTube. What is the best throwback jersey of NBA history? If you're listening right now, again, comment below in the YouTube section. What is the best throwback jersey of all time? We will give you our answers next week. And while you're at it, how about you throw a like and subscribe? That's what we should have done. 
Yeah. Yeah. Like and subscribe this MVP pod, or most valuable podcast network here on YouTube. Find us on SoundCloud and find us on iTunes. And I believe there's other places, but Ricky didn't tell me them. So. Yeah. But anyway, let's yeah. go to season predictions. All right. Who is your one through eight in the Western Conference? Well, who's the one? Oh, it's going to be Golden State. There you go. Oh, oh, I'm sorry, sir. You, you, Golden State's number one, easy in the Western Conference. Yeah, no, you no, can't, you can't debate that, really. Yeah, that's not debatable. Um, so Golden State's number one. We got that. Golden State's gonna be number one. Number two, I'm probably going. Number two is gonna be. I'm actually gonna go. I'm, I'm gonna say the Clippers are gonna go number two. Clippers currently the Spurs are at number two, so you're gonna knock the Spurs down. Two, yeah, three, three. So the Spurs are gonna go down. Okay. Spurs are going to be at three. Who's your four? Um, fourth is going to be Senate. Uh, fourth is going to be Dallas. Actually, you're going to stick with the Dallas. You think Dirk's going to keep that up? Yeah, Dirk's going to keep it up. Do you think DeAndre Jordan re- regrets going to the Clippers again? No. All right, whatever. We'll talk about that another time. <laughs> Who's your fifth seed? My fifth seed would probably be OKC. Thunder. Who's your sixth? Uh, probably Phoenix. Phoenix. The Suns coming in at six. Who's your seven? Seven is probably. Hmm. Not probably. You got to give us a definitive answer, I, I, Phil. I'm sorry, sir. Tell so us. much pressure. Memphis. Memphis. Thank you. Who's your eight? Who's your eight? I'm gonna go crazy here. Pelicans. No, Minnesota. <laughs> Minnesota. Just being crazy. All right, Minnesota. Being they're kind of Pelicans esque last year. Now. Shifting, shift, shifting, shifting to the Eastern What's Conference. Shifting? I have no idea. Uh, uh, it's going to be Cleveland number one. Shocker. <laughs> shocking. <laughs> so shocking. What a shocker. Uh, Chicago to Cavaliers. I spelled Cavaliers wrong. I should probably just put Cavs to make it easier on myself. Bulls at two. Who's your three? Um, I'm gonna go. Gonna go. Ugh. Hotlanta, you're going to go Heat, you're going to go Toronto. And I'm going to go Washington. Washington, the Wizards. Yeah. All right. Who's your four? Uh, that would be Atlanta. The Hawks, ATL. Who's your five? Uh, five's going to be Toronto. Toronto, wow. Not really wow. I don't know why I said wow. Who's your <laughs> six? <laughs> six is probably going to be Miami. Heat? Yeah. Who's your seven and eight? Seven is going to be Indiana. Eight, gonna be Detroit. Wow, I, I'm surprised you don't have one team in there. Uh, I probably forgot. Um, looking at the Western Conference, I agree with Golden State easily. I'm gonna say Spurs take number two, Clippers take number three, Thunder take four, even without KD. Mavericks are gonna take five, Suns are gonna be six, Timberwolves are gonna be seven, and Memphis is gonna be eight. Now I'm gonna just focus on you specifically. Oh, also on the Eastern Conference, I'm gonna knock out. Um, I'm going to knock out the Pistons, put in the Celtics at 7. Okay. Pacers are going to be dropped down to 8. But looking at you specifically, how are your playoffs going to play out? So looking at the Western Conference, you have a 1-8 seed between the Timberwolves and the uh, Warriors. Warriors. Are you sure? Yes. What, what, Shocking. What, what doubt would they be? I'm ki- it's a I joke. Know, I know, I know. It's a joke. Look, uh, look you're, the, you're the joker. I'm the serious guy. Let's just let that ride out. Clippers and uh, Memphis. Clippers in Memphis. I'm going Clippers. All right. That's a shocking one right there. Nah, 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 nah. Outside of Paul Gasol, who do they have? Or uh, Mark Gasol, who do they have? They have Randolph. He's old. 
So, Spurs versus the Suns. Are the Spurs going to get knocked out? Upset here? No. Okay. That doesn't surprise me. Looking at the 4-5 matchup, the Battle of Texas. The Mavericks versus the Thunder. A healthy KD possibly. The, the, the Thunder? Yeah. Thunder at 5. You said the Battle of Texas. The Red River Rivalry. <laughs> Come on, damn it! The Red River rivalry, Oklahoma City versus Dallas. I don't know my geography. It's too late to start now. Who is winning? Can you just pick? I'm I'm gonna go OKC. OKC. All right, there you go. Finally, an upset. If you can even call a four or five an upset, it's not really upset. God, you decide to screw it up, up, sir. Shut up. All right. Looking at the Eastern Conference, you have a 1-8 matchup. Cavs versus the Pistons. Cavs? I what? Mean, do you believe in Andre Drummond? You're not taking Brandon Jennings over LeBron James? What's wrong with you? I don't know. Somebody needs to help me. Bulls versus Pacers. Uh, Indiana's given the Bulls trouble in the playoffs before. Yeah, they have, but never beat them. Do you think they beat them this time? No. All right. Pacers are out. Bulls taking it. I think the Bulls can keep up. What they're doing, you think D Rose will finally be able to see? Yeah. Wizards versus the Heat. Does D Wade beat the Younging in Jamal? Uh, now that this one was gonna be my upset one, but you're not gonna go with it now. I'm still going with it. Going with it. Yeah. Miami Heat. What about the Heat? Do you think he's gonna knock off the Wizards? Is it they don't have Paul Pierce now? They don't. they don't have the the truth. The truth is gone. That's that's the reason. I think I think the veteran experience is gonna. I think. Yep. Yeah, the veteran experience is gonna be all that they really need. I mean, you got Chris Bosh, you got D Wade. D Wade's still D Wade. I mean, you got Goran Dragic, and you Whiteside just got a triple double with blocks. Yeah. Blocks and rebounds. That's pretty impressive. Yeah. So, so I think Miami's gonna take care of business. Four five matchup: Hawks and Raptors. Kyle Lowry does he rekindle that magic? Does he? Are we the North? Are we the North? Find out next time. No, just kidding. Uh, yeah, Toronto goes and wins. Really? Yes. All right. Paul Millsap and all company. Hawks falling out. We're going to stick with the Eastern Conference. you got a one and six matchup. Oh, we're going through all of them? Yeah. All the way to the finals? Oh, yeah. You're, getting, you're picking a finals. you got Cavs <laughs> versus the Heat. you got a one-six matchup. Heat, does LeBron get payback from leaving Miami? What do you mean? The Heat get payback? Yeah, does LeBron get paid back for leaving Miami and Miami beats him? No. I phrased it wrong. Yeah. All right. Do you think the Heat are going to beat Cavs? No. God. No, no. No, they won't. So critical. God, the Cavs win. <laughs> Bulls versus Raptors. Do the Bulls go on? Boyber will... get to the finals. The Eastern Conference finals. There you go. Yes, I'm going to criticize you. You're going to go with the Bulls or the yeah, Raptors? Bulls. Bulls versus I think the it's Cavs. Gonna be tight. I think it's going to be a tight matchup, but I think the Bulls went out. Who would ever think the Bulls would face the Cavaliers in the playoffs? No one would suspect that. It's a shocking development. Golden State versus the Thunder. You got a 1-5 matchup. Golden State wins. All right. They're going to body everyone. You don't think, KD? They're going to body everyone. Clippers versus the Spurs. Spurs. All right. Golden State for the Golden State versus the Spurs. You have 
the you know the new Michael Jordan. That's in air quotes. Uh, uh, Don't relax, people. I'm not calling him Michael Jordan. God. In Stephen Curry, and you have the ageless wonder in Tim Duncan. You have Greg Popovich, the greatest coach. You have Steve Kerr, who can possibly become the greatest coach in NBA history. The clash, old versus new. Who's it winning? Comes together. Old versus new. Going down to game seven. I'm going to go Steph Curry. All right. Golden State is your Western Conference winners. Going to face off either against the Cavaliers versus or the Bulls. Do the Bulls get their revenge? Is Hoiberg the magic they needed? No, All right. not now. Familiar sight. Familiar sight. I'm not, same place, same oh, time. Just real quick, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to mention this, because I, I do think Golden State's going to go 73-9. and I think they're going to beat it by one. I would love to see a Bulls-Cavs matchup and just see, like, you know, Steph Curry go up against the Bulls, and we finally get, you know, we see the matchup between the greatest team ever against the team that had the history of Michael Jordan. This did could you, be the start. This you, could be the start of another like six in ten, six titles in ten years. Could be. Is it going to be? Are we going to see back to back Golden State wins over the Cavs? Yes, we are. Golden. No, we're actually no, we're not. You think the Cavs are going to win? I think the. You Cavs, think LeBron brings a thing to Le- Cleveland, a championship to Cleveland? LeBron is going to be very upset, sir. Kyrie is going to want revenge. Kevin Love might play like uh, actually a great player. Yeah, he might, he's, he's he's a pretty good player. He, he might go. He might take that. He might step up and say, "Hey, I'm here now." Hey, remember my Minnesota days when I always got a triple or double double because I just shot threes and got rebounds. Remember those days? They're back. Remember when people thought I was an MVP candidate and they were like, hey, let's trade Andrew Wiggins for me? Yeah. yeah. It's not that big of a regret. It's still a regret, but. It's not that big. So you're taking the Cavs. I'm taking the Cavs. Cleveland finally gets some recognition. Cleveland will get the title. Cleveland's they so too- sorely need. I'm going to get rid of all of MVP's uh, Cleveland demographic with Cleveland is still going to be sad. I think Warriors take it. There's no way the Warriors go 73-9 and nine and then don't take it. I mean, there's always a chance. Patriots went undefeated. Don't bring oh, it up. Don't yeah, bring it up. We'll bring- this is an NBA podcast. Hey, hey, I don't hey. need heartbreak. Hey, you get heartbreak. You get heartbreak, sir. I want to thank everyone for listening to the first installment of our Fast Break Podcast. This isn't the first installment on the MVP uh, podcast ne- network. This is We're taking this over for... A couple people who have gone, and then Ricky's like, you guys want to do something? And we're like, yeah, I guess we're not opposed to it. We do want to thank you for listening, if you have listened this far. We do want to thank Ricky for letting us do this podcast. This might not have been good. This might have been awful. This was probably awful. It was probably awful, and you're all like, what the hell are these guys doing here? But we promise you, the more time we go on, the better we will get. Hopefully. 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 Probably. Again, your question of today's podcast for mull it over for this week and then come back to us respond what is the greatest throwback jersey in nba history we will have our answers next week for you thank you for listening everybody we hope you had a great and fantastic time here at the fastback podcast any closing thoughts phil enjoy the rest of the week and um yeah life is good now I want if if you guys are listening, then play the NBC uh, NBA on NBC theme because I don't think we could put this put that legally on YouTube. 
So just play it and just feel the emotions that you feel with the greatest NBA or basketball song that has through. Anyway, just listen to that song. It's fantastic. <laughs> Thank you, everyone, for joining us. We are the Fast Break Podcast for Philip Bridges. I am Sean Anderson. Have a great week. Woo! Thank you for listening to this MVP podcast. Follow us on Twitter at Most Valuable Pod for more great podcasts.